This is a Triple M Cricket mini-match. It's day two of the first test between Australia and the West Indies from the Adelaide Oval. All right, we're just doing a bit of padding here, Tub, before uh, Bluey rings the bell. I'm good at that. Yeah. Let me assure you of something. Yes. There are significant nerves attached to this. Bluey. Yep, he doesn't know about his technique. Yeah. He doesn't know whether to go one hand or two hands. Yeah, well, I, I can... I can uh, I could agree with that because I did it myself at Lords yes. earlier this year, and it's quite a nerve-wracking experience. Well, let's get down to Fergie. I think he's covering it for us. Fergus. Yes, JB, and I'm just looking at him now. There's a sweat on the brow. He's looking a bit shaky, I reckon. So he's just doing an interview at the moment. A couple of stutters in there. He's, yep. he's Yeah, he's, he's feeling it, JB. Uh, the, and I was wondering what he's going to do afterwards. Because the actual ringing of the bell, everyone does. It's what's yeah. your next move that, <laughs> next move. that, that really sort of. But it also depends if you go with some sort of tune, yes. or whether you just really whack it hard, yeah, yeah, just yeah. make a lot of noise. Well, that's what I said. I said you got to go with the Hell's Bells, you know, the big Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last thing dong. you want to do is is miss and not make contact with the first <laughs> shake. And I'll, I'll, no, I feel true. like Louis's got one of them in yeah, here. No, <laughs> I'm, I've spent the morning with him, Fergus. He is not feeling comfortable. <laughs> He's just sort of got a weird stance over here, standing <laughs> with uh, with our MC Jared Walsh. So, anyway, the president uh, Will Rayner of the Saka, he's standing here looking resplendent in a, a nice beige uh, Richie Benno number. So he's uh, he's ready to get up there. I wonder if he's the one that he goes to shake hands with afterwards because it's an important move. Where do you go after the ring? It's the dismount. And, and yes. I said to him, he's got to go all Ric Flair on us. After he does it, he's got to give it some. Whoa! Oh no! Oh no! Here, go. here, here he goes! Here he goes! Oh! All right, that'll do. <laughs> oh, have a look at me about it. Just yeah! he's given. <laughs> he's gone, Rick Flair. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Shaking hands. That's what we down. wanted. He's done it. Him here. So Blue, good. Well done, mate. Outstanding. Thanks, mate. Great technique too. Yes, I thought. Thank you. I sort of had the outward motion. I was struggling to get it back in, but I was uh, I was pretty keen on getting the woo, the red <laughs> at the end. So um, no, what a what a great honour, mate. Jamar Joseph again into green, yeah. and he gets that away between gully and backward point. It's going to run away. This outfield's quick. First boundary of the day to Cam Green. He moves to fourteen, and it is two. For, in fact, they might have already ticked that over. On to 10, it's 2 for 63. Yeah, nicely played. You could look at this one easily and say, oh, outside half of the bat. No, no, no. Late contact. That was the key here. Stood on top of the bounce. Just back of a length on fifth stump line and played it late. And that was the key there. Eased it just fine of backward point. And as JB mentioned there, ball racing across this outfield. Well, it was rained on first day, so it's slowish, but it's quickened up. Joseph in again. Green takes this beautifully through mid-wicket. Have some of that. Early class shown by Cam Green. And that's the class we know he had. Just drifted into his pad there, Joseph Green. On top of the bounce, in a beautifully through mid-wicket. It's an important day for Green, I think, just for his own mindset. It's a new role, a lot of responsibility now, coming in at number four. And just to get a score on the board, I think they'll just ease the nerves um, and get rid of a lot of the talk outside. That's a good shot. Oh, yeah. 15, 26, and now square leg goes back. So two back on the onside. Shamar Joseph again into green. Nick and gone. Two boundaries and an edge, and Shamar's off. 
He's off towards the Jack Oshie stand again. What a debut for this young man. Extraordinary. Three for 26. Uh, beautifully bowled there. Just found his line and length eventually. Hadn't quite been able to get it where he wanted to with the first few balls, but that was a lovely delivery. Angling in towards off stump and just straightening a touch. And Cam Green may have just short-stepped a little, not able to get the full stride in, and it catches the outside edge. Shamar Joseph, this dream test debut, continues to improve. Look at him. He's got the arms out. Come yes. with me. I'm off. Come with me. <laughs> Kimo Roach, he's been a great campaigner, hasn't he, for the West Indies? But you feel like he's, his best years are behind him. He's the fifth highest wicket taker for the West Indies. Yeah. It's an outstanding effort. I reckon he's there for the experience to, to help the young blokes. He's in now to head, and this ball nips back off a decent length, and it's pumped to mid-on, no run. They were talking to Brian yesterday, Brian Lara yesterday, Mark, and he said he's just there for a little bit of experience and, and to sort of show the way a bit. He's been, he's been outstanding for a long time, and yes, his pace is down, um, but his control is still pretty good. Um, gets the ball in the right place more often than not. Tends the ball a little bit fuller. Doesn't really do a lot in the air, does he? Uh, no, but Travis has got to be careful. He doesn't hit one in the air through the covers here. Roach in again, a full ball, and he does smash it, but not through the air, through the covers, along the ground for four. Super shot, Travis Head. That might just free him up a little bit. He moves to 10, and Australia 3 for 89 as that ball was pitched up and driven by Head. That was a fantastic shot. It was, but... But, but like you're saying, Mark, the, the thing that I worry about Travis against Kumar is that the lack of pace. So he gets through his shot, and as you say, he does hit in the air, but he waited on that one. It's wide. Ooh, it was floaty, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, floaty outside off stump. Floaty away swinger. And he's given out the kitchen sink, Gussie. Yeah. He's absolutely smacked the crap out of that. <laughs> That's a silly saying, isn't it? What does it mean? <laughs> the next delivery from Roach is no run. played off the back foot. No run as he... What? Drives it to mid-off. Like, what, what's any, that mean? Anyone what? ever thrown a kitchen sink? No. I have. Well, we know what it means, but it doesn't make any sense. You've thrown one, have you? Yeah, yeah. I was renovating at home. and That's just... <laughs> <laughs> no, not a good so saying. So you don't, you don't like it, do you? you I don't, what about it's... all your stupid sayings that we have to put Threw up? Threw the kitchen sink at it. Yeah. So it's everything. It just means everything. But it's not, it's just the kitchen sink. Yeah, yeah but that's, that's the last thing you throw, though. Roach in again, and this ball is defended to mid on by head. A full ball that. Who, 128. Who made now. that up? Ethan, get on to that. Who invented that saying? Thanks, Heath. That Crick Viz got that covered? He'll work it out. He's good. I reckon it was someone in renovation work. Ethan. Tell us. Yeah, apparently the expression derives from one of the world wars, either one or two, when households in the United Kingdom gave up everything they had except the kitchen sink to meet the mad demand for material. There you go. Triple M Beacon trade stats. Reeves in again to head. This ball is full and driven beautifully by head. He threw the kitchen sink at that, that's for sure. And that's into the boundary at the covers for four. Three for 98. Head moves to 18. Kawaja's 41. That was a good shot. Well, it was in the air. He's, at the moment, he's either play and miss or hit it for four, Travis Head. This was served up full, and he's just thrown everything at it. Everything? Yeah, everything. Even the kitchen sink? <laughs> Including that. But the thing about Travis Head, when he first got in, he was really unsure outside off some. 3,000 test runs for Travis Head in test matches. Striking about 
80, I reckon. That's the good thing about Travis Head. He gets the game moving forward. Second hour of play here in Adelaide. Dustin Greaves to continue. None for seven off his two. Right arm medium. Pulled away by Head. Oh, good night. That's gone all the way. That's a big six. That's over the concourse into the Sir Edward Smith stand. Oh, that was... A, that was... That was Kaka. <laughs> a half-hearted uh, short ball. Early on, they were uh, peppering him with some proper short balls, digging the ball in, and he was kept very quiet. Now that he's getting into his groove and he's getting the half early, and, and this one was really was not a short ball. It was just something uh, hit into the pitch, stood up for him to slam over square leg for six. So Graves over the wicket now. Edged, caught. Kawaja meekly gives his wicket away, just plants his feet and wafts his bat at a wide one. And Graves takes a wicket, his first test wicket. Well done to him. Kawaja gone for 45. Magnificent, I called it. Graves with his extra little bounce, getting that ball, and it did move off the scene. Straight to, not, not straight, but to Alec Atinez right. Beautiful catch. And that's his first test wicket. Huge, just when Australia were threatening to just put a partnership on four for 113. Game on. Staggering the slips, Tub. We'll get you to explain it after this ball. Another step up, and this time he's caught. Thick outside edge from Mitch Marsh. And under the helmet, Graves takes a really sharp catch oh. down low. Australia, five for 129. That's a terrific catch, that. Because mm. the ball was actually angled into about Midland League stump to Mitch Marshall, who's looking to play it away on the onside, and it, it squared him up, went away, got an edge, and once again, it, it didn't go up, it really went down. And Graves, who's kept the helmet on, moved up, as we talked about, a good step or two from where he was the previous ball. He's up close there, got down and took a catch really low down. It flew to him. That's a terrific catch, and another big wicket for the West Indies, and they're right in the game at 5 for 129. So it was interesting, eh? 26,000 here yesterday. Mm. And uh, Nick Hockley told us that this morning after yeah. we finished our strenuous walk. <laughs> but uh, but no, he said, and it was, to me, I just think that sends a message. We don't want day-night games here. We want to play during the day when it's warm and the sun's out. And, and also the beer is full during the day and mid through the evening. Well, I think that's a pretty important piece of information, Beef. Mate, that's who the... wants to drink midstream? Let's be honest. <laughs> Let's be honest. I mean, what a waste. It's like having an overcoat in a bath, isn't it? Yeah, it's just not complete, not a waste of time. <laughs> an overcoat in, in, a, in a bath. Yeah, you get in a bath yeah, with an overcoat on, yes. So what's the point? Well, I can't say I've ever worn an overcoat in a bath, so... Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. You've never had a mid-strength beer, so that's... I've had too many baths either, to be honest. <laughs> Have you got, we've got a, a bath in our hotel room, don't we? Tom, have you got one in your room? Uh, actually, I have got a bat. Yeah. 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 I have. Last ball of this over. Not sure why we're still calling it bath either. Drives. Carey, great shot for four. Joseph pitches up off the last ball. Carey climbs into it. Off the front foot through cover for four. Five for 136. For Discovery Parks, Triple M rocks cricket. For Discovery Parks, Triple M rocks cricket. 49, let's see if we can get him to a 50. Joseph Riverend into Travis Head. There's the 50. Well played. I've seen him strike the ball better, Blue Boy, but that's a very important innings for Travis Head. Yeah, absolutely. Very important innings for Australia. 
Nice round of applause there for the man with the big tash these days. Uh, oh, please. What? Big tash. Mate, he's, he's a big just tash. working away at it. That's not a bad. It's got some thickness about it. Swerve? Listen, commendable he's having a go, but he's not on the podium yet, is he? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> uh, he's done really well. Uh, and like I said, I just love the way that he comes out and his aggressive approach to it. Zara Joseph, short oh, one, yeah. and that's superb. The ramp <laughs> over well first played. or second slip for a boundary. And that's well played. That's what we're talking about, isn't it? He comes out there. They're bowling short at him. They've got two back. He's assessed the situation. There's no one back. I'll just whack it over the top of slips. And he's comfortable playing that shot. Where he used to be a little bit hesitant playing that shot, that's, that's 100% shot. He's not pushing at it. He's hitting it. So it's, it's really well played. Jeez, he picks the ball up so quickly, oh. Travis Head. I mean, we just saw a slow-motion replay, and as soon as he saw it short, he just leant back. It was like it was slow-motion, and it was well, we did see 144 Ks, eh? We did see it in slow-motion. I know, but it appeared shatter. 54. Are we nearly done? Nah, we are. I think we are after this ball. Two slips here. Last ball of the over. It's caught just when they needed it. Carey gone. Grave strikes. And Australia lose their sixth. Oh, the Windies are not out of this by a long shot. Well, that's come from nowhere. There's been nothing happening in the last 20 minutes. I thought the keeper might have nearly spilt that, but he's hung on to it. That's a big wicket because the game was getting away from the West Indies. Graves has two. Australia six for one, six, eight. Joseph. Into head, short ball, and he plays that lovely cut <laughs> over the top of the slip board. And that's a really good shot. He's played it a couple of times already today. Six for 211, head to 85, the lead 23 hats. Yeah, this is a really good example for Joseph. He bowled a couple of beautiful spells his first few, but as the game goes on, we've seen his pace go down, and this short ball wasn't high enough, wasn't well directed. Travis had just leaned back, let the ball do all the work, and hit the vacant third man area. Clever batting from head. It's where he's so dangerous, though, isn't he, Travis? As I said, I don't, I don't think he's in the form of his career by any means here, but he, he just keeps scoring. All of a sudden, now the lead's up to 23. First 50 of the summer for him, and he faces the next ball. It's pitched up and driven and nicked. But a man at third slip would have snabbled him, but it's gone down to the boundary for four into that vacant third man once again. He threw the kitchen sink at that. And this is a perfect example of Travis Head's batting. This was an over-pitched ball. He has thrown the absolute kitchen sink at it. Played outside his eye line, no feet movement, but got exactly the same result as the beautiful shot the ball before. Frustrating for the West Indies. His 100 could come in a hurry. He's 89 off 114, striking at nearly 80 tubs. He would be a nightmare to bolt it, I reckon, Travis Head. Absolute nightmare because of exactly what we're talking about. Now the field's being moved again. There's a sort of a gully in position, almost a fifth slip and a second slip. So big gaps between the slip cordon. Jamar Joseph's been the main man for the West Indies. Can he break through? He's in now to Stark and it bobbles up and I think he has broken through. An inside edge and caught it back pad. Well played young man. Stark's on his way for 10. Really good catch and Australia lose their seventh wicket for 2-2-2. That's an excellent piece of bowling. Just saying they're looking flat. That was a really good effort ball from Shamar Joseph. Found something, dug it in, Stark, side on, couldn't get out of the road, flinched the head a little bit, bobbed it up off the gloves. 
And really a really good catch. good catch in there of Chanderpaul in there underneath the lid. Had to go, had to do a fair bit actually. Come forward, took a good catch, and a much needed wicket for the West Indies. Australia lead by 34. That's it for you and me, Tubbs. Two fielders on the leg side for Travis Head. It won't matter as he drives through cover to the applause of the Adelaide Oval crowd. There's no place like home. Travis Head. 100 from 122 deliveries. He loves batting here. What an innings this has been. The hometown hero, Travis Head, standing up on a tricky wicket, as he so often has over the last few years. He hasn't been at his best from ball one, but towards the back end of this 100, he's really started to flush it out the middle of the bat. He just continues to find ways to score runs when others have struggled. Again, standing up for his country, making 100 on his home ground. Wonderful performance, Brian. Yeah, excellent performance. 175, 30 months ago against the West Indies. Slightly different attack, but same result. The West Indies have struggled against uh, this left-hander, this amazing left-hander from Adelaide. Choking up another big 100. It's 28 innings since... He last batted against the West Indies, and we haven't been able to sort him out. But uh, <laughs> congratulations must go out to him. Joseph around the wicket. Head plays a pull shot. Savage. Low, flat, into the stands. Uh, magnificent. And this is the period where I hope that the heads of the West Indian players don't drop. This is the time where this is the most critical period in the match. And... If we, if we can get them out, six runs lead, and, you know, even if we post something and give ourselves a chance and we go on to lose the match, it's fine. I think we've had a good test match, but to give Australia 120, 130 and make it like a one-sided test match, I don't, think it will, I don't think it will look as good as the fact that we've played good cricket on the second day. We've played good cricket late evening on the first, on on the second day, and I'd really love to see us get into the Australians now, get them out and give ourselves a chance with the bat. So the third man goes back. Deep point. Deep backward square leg, a deep mid-wicket. Ferg, you've seen this look on Travis Head's face before. It's got carnage written all over it. It does, because once he finds the middle of his bat, it's really hard to stop him. He's a freight train running out of control, and Brian's point is, is spot on. You can't just expect to roll through to this second-year ball. Shamar Joseph around the wicket. Bangs in another one, and Travis Head... Plants another one into the Bradman stand. Oh, this is vicious hitting now. It's just brutal. Once he gets a feel for the pace of the wicket, he just starts swinging the bat with real clarity. Clarity that he struggled for at the start of his innings, but since about 40 or 50, and now 100 particularly, he's getting vicious with his swing of the bat, and he knows square of the wicket. He doesn't have to get a lot of it when he can swing full-hearted at it like this, and it's going to go the journey. I have a lot of praise for Craig Brathwaite and, and his captaincy leadership in this match, but you're not going to try to take on a guy on 100. You've got to give him the single. He's got that bat raised in the air. He's waiting for Elzari Joseph to come at him. Clears oh. the front pad. High to mid-wicket. A man under it, right next to the rope. Good oh. catch. Kavim Hodge. Had to try and negotiate where the rope was, the sun in his eyes and the high ball, and he's worked it out beautifully. The Cavalier innings of Travis Head comes to an end. 119 from 134 balls. A stunning knock in front of his home crowd. Oh, absolutely wonderful innings.
He'll be disappointed. That was probably the sort of delivery he was looking for. Short boundary leg side. It was on a length, ready to be pummeled, and he tried. He threw everything at it. Got him high on the bat, and a wonderful catch from Hodge in the outfield over his shoulder. The ball might have actually been going for six, so he held on nicely. But what a knock from Travis Head, on again on a pitch where everyone has struggled. He's made a big hundred and set Australia up. For Discovery Parks, Triple M rocks cricket. For Discovery Parks, Triple M rocks cricket. As Graves in, and that oh. edge and oh. that is Pakistan-esque. That's Abdullah Shafiq stuff. Put down an absolute sit-up. That was third slip, and that Gzef caught pretty well. That was that was an absolute dolly. Yeah, and, and Lyon survives, and that's why because it actually went slowly, bounced on uh, on Lyon who fended at it, and it ballooned to third slip. He had time to oh. move across. He had time to take two steps. And then two put it down. Doing. I think that's Hodge there at third slip. And this one left, left alone. Line on four. Cummins on ten. Eight for two sixty. No, sorry, McKenzie. It was right. Kirk McKenzie at third slip, and he had so much time yeah. that he put it down. That was the problem. That it, it didn't go quickly. It, it, it bounced on everyone. It came off slowly off the pitch. He took a, a good step to his right and somehow put it down. Two hands to a tub, like you say. Yeah. Just too much time. Yeah. Too slow. Can't drop their bundle here, the Windies. They're still in this. And that one Ooh. is deliberately played between the slips and gully. That's a nice shot from Lyon, opening the face and that getting himself hurts. a boundary. That hurts. As a fast bowler, you're just looking at third slip and you just yeah. want to stab him. I was going to ask, are you staring at the batsman or are you staring at the blokes that with, dropped it? With the blunt spoon. I tell you what, if you're Kirk McKenzie at third slip, the one person you're not looking at is the bowler. Oh. Mate, it was no good, that, was it? It's not always easy to catch here, though. Yeah. yeah, we know Nathan Lyon does like bowling here. Loves batting here as well. I'm looking at his batting average at the Adelaide Oval. It's currently 37.2. He's overtaken batting average at the Adelaide Oval. He's overtaken Brendan McCullum, Greg Chappell, Richie Richardson, and Alistair Cook in this innings. If he scores 17 more runs without being dismissed, he'll overtake Mark Taylor. I knew, I knew. No. The batting average Shamar. at the Adelaide Oval. Come on, Tom. Come on, Come on Knock him out. Knock Come him on, over. Gary. <laughs> Come on, Gary. I promise you, Tubby punched his fist when you went through that first run of names there. <laughs> And this ball swings. It's never <laughs> far away. Him out. Come on. <laughs> he thought he escaped. <laughs> Gee, he's had a tough stint here. Absolutely. <laughs> Just hammered. What about the cricket out here. So what do you what do you average here in tests? Um, Eth said earlier about forty. It's forty point five five. That's not bad going. Uh, run, and run, four runouts in that time. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Well, the thing that I liked about you, Tub, that you were very aware of the opposition and you, you like to give them a little bit of heart. Yeah, so you just a little bit of hope. Good contest. Yeah. Hang on, you, you were run out four times or you caused four run outs? No, I ran out four times in two test matches. Joseph. Pulled oh. away. It's in the air. Taylor. Oh, it's gone all the way. It's six runs. How many is that, Tub? How many is no. that? Not enough. For the first time this summer, Tub got out of his chair, Gadget. leaned out the window, over the head of uh, the man at Backward Square on the fence. It was a good attempt, but it was six. So is that nine to go or ten? I can't keep it It's nine to go. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, that was close, Come on. Kimo oh. Roach, one hand. Oh, it would have been an all-time classic if he, if he got there. He wouldn't have. He would have gone over the barrier. He would have had to catch it and throw it back. He would have saved probably five. Yeah. 
he wouldn't have, wouldn't have been able to get that catch. Well, after that New Zealand catch the other day, anything's possible. Bold him! Bold him! Lyon is out and then points the bat down the ground. That was odd, but Pfeiffer for Joseph. Shamar Joseph, this dream debut continues. Saved the Windies with the bat, coming in at the death. And now has five for 94 and a very generous round of applause yeah. from the Adelaide faithful. Right, they know their cricket here in Adelaide. They, they love their cricket, especially test match cricket. They're all up on their feet here to uh, celebrate alongside Shamar Joseph. Five for on debut and his sixth first class game and uh, obviously his first test match. Five for 94 from 20. Well bowled. And none more happy than Mark Taylor. Nathan Lyon getting out. Nine runs still to go. Kimo Roach at the other end starts a new out, oh. and he's gone right through Cummins, who's bowled, and that's it. That's it. So the new ball <laughs> does the damage. Two wickets in seven deliveries. Australia all out 283 with a nasty lead of 95. And what about Shamar Joseph? I'm just going back onto him for a moment. At his 36 runs from yesterday, and that last wicket partnership they put on, what, a 55. They could easily have been bowled out for 130, and Australia's lead would be 150. Now, the lead is still awkward, very awkward, 95 to Australia, but they're still in the game, the West Indies, thanks to Shamar Joseph. 36 with the bat, 20 overs, 5 for 94 with the ball. Yeah, he's been outstanding, hasn't he? Pfeiffer, he did deserve that, there's no doubt about that. The Australian batsman, Travis Head, was outstanding. Um, and to, you just go back to think, if Kawaja had been taken earlier, I think on 3 or 5, you would have thought Australia would have been in real trouble. But at the moment, uh, the only question I've got to ask is, will Australia have to bat again? So the lead of 95, I'm sort of, you know, as you do, out, out the back of the commentary boxes, you bump into people, and multiple people have said to me they expect it to be over tonight. What? The game. 95. Lead. And they... Well, some people work in the media expecting Australia just to go through the West Indies in this session. There's also a lot of golfers who work in the media. <laughs> I'd be pretty keen for a hit, I would have thought. Well, I've booked in Saturday. I mean, that's... <laughs> Three slips in a gully to Chandapur. First ball. There's an edge. It's a faint edge, but it's enough. And Josh Hazelwood picks up from where he left off in the first innings. Chandapur gone for a first ball duck. And there's the first pole for the Aussies. Yeah, it's been tough work all game with that new ball. And Chanderpaul has got an absolute cracker there from Josh Hazelwood. Nice and full. Just went away from him. Took the outside edge. Alex Carey has come up about a metre and a half. Took an easy catch, waist height. But that was a great way to start there from Josh Hazelwood. Little feather. Great start, these trains. It might be a sign of things to come. Hazelwood with the wicket. That's a great catch. Short leg, Travis Head, reflexes of a cat. Travis Head, and listen to the crowd. There's a massive roar today when he got his hundred, but there's laughter all around. With Travis Head, the players will be saying, "Mate, that's you've got a home in there now. You're not leaving bat pad." But what a catch from jo Travis Head. Josh Hazelwood found the inside edge. He went out quick, low to his left. Beautiful technique there by Travis Head. What a catch! And don't the sappers love it? That got a fair part of the bat from the skipper Brathwaite and Head hangs on to a ripper. West Indies in real trouble early. It's two for one. We're getting something like 12 or 13 of the wickets to fall have been caught by the keeper of the slips. Make that 14! Athanase attempting a hook shot. Glove on the way through. Simple for Carey. 
And Hazelwood on fire. Jeez, it's a good bounce. I don't think Athanasia was expecting that. And it, it went through quick. He's had a bit of a dart at it. And unfortunately for him, it's just got the glove. No, hang on. Oh, hello. Hang on. He was walking off. I don't think he's... Has he got that in in time? What? Well, that he's, review? He looked at his glove and then he thought, oh, I'll have a review. I'm halfway off. TV on back to director. We have a player review for court behind. What? Why would you on review if you're walking off? I don't know. Out. I've checked the fit placement. He it's surely a fair ran delivery. out of time. Front and first, please. This is amazing well, scene. The weird thing is he looked at his glove, yeah. didn't he? When he was walking yep. off, he says, oh, geez, bad luck. It's just yep. brushed my glove. And then, oh, hang on. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh no. It's ripped the, the glove off his hand. Hotspot leg side, please. Does he know the rules? I don't, <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. I'm not sure he knows the rules. The glove is out. Yeah. I don't see anything on the hotspot. Can I have RTS to check what? if there's any bat involved? Oh, what's going on here? I smashed his glove. Uh, okay, just roll what back are we dealing with? and freeze the replay as the ball is next to the gloves. Yeah, freeze it there. I can see a spike that as the ball is next to the, the gloves. The worst review Satisfied. I've ever seen in will be third umpire? He said he didn't see anything on hotspot. Uh, I saw a huge yeah. blob on You're the glove. On Signal oh, up. my goodness. That, that is extraordinary. As you would to Hodge. Edge, and this one's taken. Steve Smith doesn't drop him. Four for 19, and Hazelwood has four for two. And that's a shot you can't play. On the back foot, playing loosely on the up. It's just not going to work against this quality bowling on this sort of surface. I think you can play the shot if you're moving forward, but he's not looking for it. He's sitting back, and then little or no foot movement towards the ball, just pushing the bat at it. You're going to nick most of them against top-class bowling. Four for two, Junior. Yep, and more to come. He hasn't finished yet. Hazelwood. Next ball is driven beautifully through the covers, and that's going to be four. Really, really good shot from McKenzie. He's the one standout in this West Indies batting lineup. He moves to 19, and the West Indies trail by 67. They're four for 28. Hazelwood again into Greaves, and this oh. shot is a beauty. Absolute beauty through the covers. Four runs. A majestic cover drive to end the 12th over. Green in again past the umpire. Into McKenzie. Full ball. And he drives. And he drives straight to short cover. And he's out. The pick of the batsman, McKenzie, is on his bike. Gone for 26. The Windies are 5 for 40. And they trail by 55. This could be over tonight. Yeah, it's looking ugly now. And you've slammed your pen into the desk there, Gussie. You're filthy about it. Knuckle down, West Indies, you're saying, but good change from Pat Cummins. Cameron Green, as Beef just described, getting into the surface, and he's certainly been able to drive well so far in the innings, McKenzie, but couldn't get on top of the bounce there and could do nothing but drive it straight to Labuschagne at catching cover. Well-positioned field setting from Pat Cummins and he's got to go now for 26 off 35. And the West Indies trail by 55 and Serene, this could be done and dusted in the next if they take the extra half an hour in the next 90 minutes. What makes you think they need the extra half hour? <laughs> <laughs> nice round of applause for Josh Hazelwood and no surprise he's coming on from the Riverbank stand in. That's where he's done all his damage. Six overs, four maidens, four for 11. He had four for two at one point. <laughs> This move was getting a bit worried. We'd had a little side bet out the back of them. I said he's going to get seven for six before he started bowling. And he had four for two at one stage. I'm going, I'm looking good, move. <laughs> looking very good. 
Here he comes now, and he draws a lovely punching cover drive from Graves. He was late on that, but boy, he hit it well, and that's going down to the boundary. So boundary takes the score to 68, and that, may, that makes it a little less likely this thing could be over by tonight. The deficit now 27. Yeah, good timing that was it on the front foot, and Hazelwood wouldn't mind that. He's hit it on the arc. All that had yeah. to do was nibble a bit off the, of the mm. wicket, and Hazel's, Hazelwood's a chance. So he's got three slips of gully, a point, and he did push hard at that. While it was a good shot as a bowler, I'm thinking I'm a chance here. Well, you don't mind that, yeah. I'm dead right. Especially at five for 68, you don't mind that. And that's oh, got him on the pad. That could be real trouble. Might have pitched outside leg. That's got to be the only thing that saves Graves. It might pitching. be worth the review. Pitching outside leg. He's, He's pitched in line. That's out. I'm Carey talking to Cummins, talking to line. And they're going up. Yeah, that's the thing. And you can hear Alex Carey say there's something about pitching in line. If it pitches outside leg stump, it won't be at LBW. We all think it's hitting, don't we? Yeah, I think it might have. Player review for LBW. Final decision was not out. I've checked the fit placement. It's a fair delivery. I think it's going to hit some part of leg stump. But but I'm not sure it has. So you reckon there's going to have to be an umpire's ball in there somewhere which is going to go away. This will make it the last over. So it's not a bad review if he's not out from a West Indies point of view. Yeah, uh, satisfied. Uh, no bad involved. Uh, ball tracking whenever it is ready, yeah, please. All right, so we pass uh, the inevitable. Now let's get to the result, which now we're thinking is probably not going to be a wicket. Pitches in line. Oh, no, Impact in line. Impact in wicket. Even line is confounded, to be honest. Oh. And that's a wicket which will probably end the day. It's 5.30. And that might signal stumps with one ball left in this over. Six for 73. Are the Aussies asking for time here? Yeah, they might be. They're dwelling, aren't they? They're, they're, they're hanging out in the middle of the Aussies. They're not walking having a, off. Having a talk to the umpires. The West Indies batsmen are both walking off now. It's a decision for the umpires whether they think four wickets can fall in the next eight overs without 22 runs being scored. We're fair dinkum, but very easily could. Yeah, but I think they're oh, going to walk they're off. And that's yeah. it. So the Australians had designs on a day off on Friday. <laughs> now they're going to have to come back to finish this off. 22 yeah. is the margin right now. Windy's four wickets away from being bowled out. For Discovery Parks, Triple M rocks cricket.